Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Welcome back. Thank you. I nearly forgot to edit our podcast. (laughs) That uh, That was quite a shock to me while I was setting up. I was like, oh, no. My least favorite activity. Oh. It's only my least favorite activity because if you like stacked all my ums and your yes together, mm-hmm. it'd be like an hour of um, 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 yeah. Um, um, um. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, how does anybody put up with this? Because it's not like we're the only ones who are, who have long pauses or um and ah, uh, whatever. Yes, I've listened to other podcasts and they do the same thing. They take it out or they leave it in? Some leave it in, Boo. but not as much, you know. So yeah, some do leave it in. I can't get down with that. I'd be like, oh my God, what kind of vocabulary is going on there? <laughs> None. <laughs> uh, so anything new to report? Well, uh, as I record this, I will be going back to work and I will be having a cane for a couple of days. Oh. We'll have a sword in it? No, no, unfortunately, no. I wish. Um, I wish. I can pretend to be a Highlander if that was the case. What about like... Uh, you like the comedian Pete Holmes? Yes, I've I've heard of Pete Holmes. Yes. Well, he described uh, seeing a pimp, and that pimp had a cane with a living squid in it. How does that even? I don't know. Like how big? <laughs> what? He said he saw a pimp, and then he said, "Imagine a pimp," and then he said, "You got it." <laughs> like whatever you thought of was exactly how it is. No, it's not a pimp cane. It's just a... I mean, it is fancy, but it doesn't have a sword in it. Or a living squid. Or a living squid. (laughs) Wow, what kind of cane is this? (laughs) It's just a cane to help me walk for a couple days. Thumbs down. Sounds like somebody's Yule gift this year is going to be a cane with a sword in it. I think my brother has a cane with a sword in it. Technically, in New York, that's illegal. But you didn't hear that from me when I give it to you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well he doesn't live in new york he lives in england so that's all the rage in england so he probably challenges people to like duels and stuff i heard people in england all have swords that's uh well i have a i have more than one sword i have like three three or four swords oh no i have a i have two swords i have a da- well a dagger and a letter uh samurai sword oh wow i have mm-hmm. i have many daggers i just countless daggers for daggers forever I have a sword for circling for Wicca purposes. I have our wedding sword. And then I have a like a, you have a, a wedding sword. I have a wedding sword. Uh, it's the sword we jumped over when we got married. If that is my telephone, I just do not even know what to say. Why would anybody call the house phone unless they are a salesperson? What, kind of what emergency? <laughs> I, it should be my cell phone only. Who calls this fucking phone? Oh, a complimentary stay. You heard that? Oh, unbelievable. You sure it's not somebody asking about your warranty for your car? Oh my god, that expired so long ago. I can't even believe they bought it. (laughs) I really thought it was Michael, like on his way to his band rehearsal tonight because uh, weddings are back full force, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was like calling me to check it, check up on me, like because we're not going to see each other until tomorrow. Yeah, which is very sweet husbandly business. 
but uh, he, I'm like, when people call this house line is him and my mother. Better be. Ted. And salespeople. I don't even know why we have a landline, to be honest. What was I even talking about? I still have a landline. Uh, it costs so much money to have a landline. It does. It's ridiculous. It's the most expensive part of, like, I'd be really making out on the no cable thing if I didn't have a landline. Somebody has to have it, going to die without it. Yeah. I'm sure there's somebody also with a payphone. Oh, my gosh. Whenever I see a payphone, I'm like, what is this? (laughs) When I went for my first um, vaccine shot, I was standing in line. That was back when, like, there were lines. I was standing in line. Somebody had flipped the receiver on the on the payphone. <laughs> Do you remember doing that in your youth? Mm-hmm. I saw that and I was like, man, oh man. I'm like, did a student do this or was it one of the teachers? It was like <laughs> reverse. <laughs> I remember making collect calls on a payphone. Oh my God. Collect call from pick me up at McDonald's. <laughs> I left my book at home. Seriously. I used to do that too. It's so funny. Payphone, what a wild ride. <laughs> Nothing good happens at the payphone now. Like if you saw somebody on a payphone, they're doing a crime, right? Yes. It's only yes. crimes only which is, payphones. Which is really sad. <laughs> I've never seen somebody get on the payphone and be like, hang on, I just got to make a phone call and just be on the phone. Oh my <laughs> God, you're just doing crime. <laughs> Arranging like a, a not weed drug deal something significantly worse now you don't even have to use a paper trafficking what you weed in here man it's so hideous oh my god this this fucking belly button the worst thing i'm already married i'd never attract a mate with this this (laughs) mutation (laughs) running around Mm -mm. uh horrible belly button horrible belly button oh goodness i was like is it still pierced it hasn't been pierced in 20 years what are you talking about Oh my god why would that still be pierced i got too fat that's what they don't tell you about a belly button ring if you get fat it gets caught in your belt buckle and then it starts tearing at you at your Ooh, belly. that's I not know. good no good so when i was put i was up near 200 pounds uh i'll tell you right now 170 pounds is too many pounds for a belly button ring based on the tightness of the pants i was wearing at the time so i took mm. it out and then 200 pounds way too big because like your belly gets bigger but your ring doesn't get any bigger so now it's like really like stretching maximum density on its ability to be in the hole that was created for it (laughs) it's not like you i mean i guess you could just get a bigger ring to accommodate your bigger belly but i can't swear that you could do that i had no idea like what was going on i was like she's belly bigger rings same size like you can't wear the same size pants oh man (laughs) so i was like that's fine toss it I tossed it. Who's that for these days? What am I wearing? Crop tops in my forties? Get out of here! Hey, there. I've seen. I've seen people your age and older wearing crop tops. Well, if I had the body to wear a crop top, I would. Oh, I know they, it's all. They don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> no. And that's not a shame. Like, good for good for people who have that kind of confidence. I I ain't that guy. And that's not like a society <laughs> shame thing. That's just a, a me personally. I don't like it. Just don't like it. And it's about me. It's about me feeling sexy about me. Yeah. Me would feel sexier 10 pounds lighter. Hmm. I used to be like waifly thin, but that was, 
No good. I had a very big head because I have a very broad German frame. So like when a big frame gets down to like 120 pounds, it's like bobblehead time. Was this like when we first met or? Yeah. yeah. Uh, relatively near that time. Yeah. I was like, give me a sandwich. Like it was just rough. And I ate a lot at the give time. Give me a too. sandwich. I ate a lot at the time, but I also did drugs at the time. So think of that way. Oh, well, yeah, that'll do it. Modern chemistry, you know. I'm not encouraging. Well, maybe. Everybody, drugs aren't that bad. <laughs> if you don't have a problem, it's all right. I didn't have a problem. I just went to turn my light on because it's getting kind of dark. I mean, it's nice, though. It's it's nice and warm and like 80 degrees, which is great because it's May now. I'm tired of like being cold. Oh, my gosh. It is very lovely out. Maybe I'll do some van stuff after we uh, wrap it up here. I went to mm-hmm. Lowe's to get some more material. Oh, my God. Everything just costs everything. And I'm like, I'm just going to lay down and die. <laughs> this is a rich man's game. <laughs> He's going to die. But, uh, but the Fort Econoline community, uh, shout out to my Fort Econoline community people, they're significantly better than, no offense, the ProMaster people. It's the ProMaster people, the rich people. <laughs> and that is the real tea. They will order that van online and pay full retail price for it. And every Econoline person, not one of them gets on the Econoline boards and is like, I paid full price for my van. (laughs) Everybody's like, I got a 97. It's amazing. It's amazing. (laughs) It needs some work, but it's amazing. I got a 95 out there. Like the newest one I've seen is like a 2010. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. And everybody's like, you know what I found out? I'm like, uh, everybody applaud. I work for a construction company that gave me some free stuff. (laughs) They like made the patches for my rust holes and they gave me the insulation that I wanted. Not to go off topic here, but did you know forks are illegal in Canada? Forks like like the utensils. Like, they're illegal. They are illegal in Canada. You can't even buy them off Amazon. Are you serious? Because I've been to Canada and I do recall using one. Like a like a metal fork or a plastic fork? Like a metal one. I go into restaurants and stuff. Well, I think restaurants can use it, but you can't own one. I guess you can't own one at home. You can definitely reason. own one at home. That seems like nonsense. Where did you read this? <laughs> I what saw it on Instagram. What subreddit is this? <laughs> Legal forks in Canada. Let's see if that comes up. It's probably uh, bunk, but, you know, it's what I've been doing since I was incapacitated with my ankle for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just doing that watch and watching baseball, which I agree with you. I want old school baseball back. Oh, I think it stems from like somebody had a fork fight and like in eighteen twelve, t- and like TikTok was like it's banned, but it isn't. <laughs> it was still like, <laughs> I know. So that's that's banned now. I'm like that's really funny. It's always funnier when when the hoax is like based in something that had happened, and they just take it to the next level. Yeah, that's really enjoyable. That was an enjoyable Google. But I've been watching baseball too, and I agree with you. I want I want old school baseball back. I'm telling I really you. do. Me and Keith and Andes be sitting around being like, we're not even into the Central League. You know what I mean? Like, which is like, get it out of here. <laughs> Central League. Which is like, we've been not on board since. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, every time they change no, something, I, like boo. I just I just don't like this whole 
it's extra innings, so we got to put an extra man on base. They're doing that same crap. They're like, because COVID. And that's their excuse for everything, which was, it's it used COVID. to be, everybody's excuse used to be 9-11. Like, I, I was a debt collector in 2001. But not a good mm-hmm. one, but I was one. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get anybody to pay that bill. So, like, I was the pets. Like, how they even employed me for as long as they did is just beyond. My brother was really good at it, but I was absolute garbage. <laughs> I'd be like, you owe money. And they'd be like, I don't have any. I'd be like, me neither. <laughs> me neither. That's why I work here. <laughs> I was in our system for owing money to, like, an AT&T cell phone in the 90s. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, what, guys? <laughs> I'm just not... I'm not good at it. So, but I would call people up and be like, you owe money. And they'd be like, in Louisiana. And you'd be like, 9-11. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're in you're in Utah. What are you talking about, 9-11? Yeah, I'm like, I live 30 miles away. <laughs> this office is across the street. <laughs> and you're, I'm like, stop it. So like now, every time they're like, we want to make an unreasonable change to something. Uh, COVID, you know what I mean? I'm like, what are you talking about yeah i think i was watching uh was it the nationals and yankees game and it went to extra innings and they put an extra man on base i'm like what is happening told you that what are you doing absolute disgusting behavior in my opinion that minor league team i told you they definitely do a home run derby if it's a tie game at the end of the night which is trash because they can't play an extra inning like not even i mean even even if you do it 12 innings that's fine you can't just whatever they're doing the home run derby because they want to make it more exciting for non-fans to come and watch the game. So you do a home run derby. Okay. Here's the thing. This is the lesson that I feel like nobody ever takes away. And to Stargate's credit, I, they've never fallen into that, really. Uh, they've, like, every, like, branch that branches off of, of the movie into the TV shows is connected in every single way. Like at no time, I mean, you could get in without watching previous television shows, but there's Mm -hmm. lore there. And that lore is always there. Uh, I think sports and a lot of times movies and particularly like sequels and things like that, they pick up the wrong lessons. Like if Stargate were to, like they have a video game coming out, right? Time, uh, Time Keepers. I think it's called. Uh, and it's going to be like yeah. uh, real life, not real life. Real time. Real time. And it's uh, like side, I call them side quests during the battle over Antarctica. They're not trying to appeal to not Stargate fans with this. You know what I mean? Like they're not like, we'll get the casual fan. You will not get the casual fan. We'll just get Stargate fans. And that's great. I'm here for that. But like baseball right now, they're like, we'll do a home run derby. So all those casual fans, we're trying to make the game shorter for casual fans. It's because fans don't spend no money on casual life. You no, it's because camp. they're losing. They're losing to like football and basketball. They always like been the losing to football and basketball. Well, I guess last year was a lot because there were no fans at the at the arenas and stuff at the at the fields. Hmm. Well, the. They shouldn't judge it based on last year, but they've been doing this thing for an eternity already where, sorry, I had to adjust the volume. Uh, 
where they're trying to make the game shorter. They have the little countdown clock when you step out of the batter's box or whatever. Uh, pitchers yeah, that get dumb. into that quick pitch shit. It's not really yeah, that, that's dumb. that engaging. But lifelong fans, fans who like to see no hitters and no home runs and things like that, they spend the most money. You they don't like assisted nose hit no hitters? <laughs> oh my god! Every time, you you want to get me riled up? Let's talk about that crime. <laughs> that is an absolute crime. And anyone who takes a pitcher out in the middle of their perfect game or no hitter deserves to be like run over by a train. Like they deserve horrible things because that is that man's time to shine. Yeah. He's made it seven innings. Three up, three down, like perfect. Everything. You have the whole superstition where he he sits by himself. No one talks to him. Nobody even brings it up. You're not even allowed to mention it in the booth. Nobody mentioned it. Act like it's not happening. If you let up a hit, fine. Take him out and whatever. It's that's how it is. But how very much dare you steal that guy's thunder and put in what is probably going to be the guy who's going to give up every hit and lose the game for you. Yeah, put all the pressure on the other guy. How I feel like, how dare you? Like, if somebody came walking toward me, I'd be like, if you bring a pitcher out of that bullpen, I so help me God, it's the last thing you'll ever do. <laughs> like, there's just no way I would put up with that. I would be like, I'd be like, can you put it in my contract that if I'm throwing a no hitter, I don't care if I'm up to 200 pitches, you are not allowed to take me out of this game. Right. Because, like, what, what protecting? I don't understand. Like, the guy, one of the guys, uh, I want to say it was on the Braves the other day, punched the wall in frustration and broke his bloody hand. But mm-hmm. don't forget to nurse those pitch counts, guys. That's really where the damage is done. Somebody sprained his wrist playing video games. People do all kinds of stuff. They fall down off curbs. They eat shit all over the place. They're just like right down. <laughs> I knew that. I just, I'm like walking down the stairs and now I'm at the bottom of the stairs. I didn't. You didn't have to. You didn't plan on it. For that. Yeah. Life's very random, and I understand you want to protect your investment, as it were. But uh, get bent. All right. That's what I think about that. I'm glad I get so worked up on it. Oh my gosh. People work their whole lives for that. And this universal DH, you see the guy from the Mets, the relief pitcher, he pitched two innings in relief. Which is uncommon, yes. which I hate that that's uncommon, but whatever, that's another time. But he was so thrilled that he got a hit. He was like, my son was watching and my, my wife taped it. And I got a hit. Guys, this guy, I got a hit. And I'm yeah. like, you're going to take that away from people. You're going to take that away from him by having a universal DH. You guys are cowards. It's all for the casual fan. Boo. That's what I mean. <laughs> Get out of my stadium. Casual fan is somebody who used to show up to Rush shows on because it was like their second date and they didn't have the nerve to tell him that he, they don't like Rush. <laughs> Get out. You're taking the seat of somebody who would have liked to be here today after we focus on a desert planet. Meanwhile. Solar. Meanwhile, on Stargate, <laughs> we watched a very infamous episode, Window of Opportunity. AKA in the middle of my backswing. That's how I middle like to call that episode. My backswing. Well, hot take. This wasn't as funny as I thought it was. This was okay. This was okay for a filler episode. Sorry, everyone. Really? You thought it was okay? I really did. But we opened up on the desert planet with some solar flares. Daniel's busy archaeology. Uh, He says uh, in Latin that it says conqueror of time. 
but it really says master of the troubled past. And that means it's like just Daniel Danieling with another guy mm-hmm. whose name I wrote down much later in the episode than Malachi. All righty. Well, there's a name for you. Malachi shoots Daniel and starts pushing the stone buttons. The air electricity opens the gate. In the middle of all this, Sam is like, science, science, science. You know what I mean, Jack? And he's like, <laughs> definitely got it. Love, love me some science. Uh, air electricity opens the gate. And then back in the gate room, they see all the electricity and they're like, weird, huh? Anyway. Like, what's going on here? They're like, who cares? Uh, Jack and Teal get shocked and flashes to Daniel, Sam, and Jack eating his fruit. And that's the cold open. But what do you think? What do I think? Yeah, that's the line that Daniel says every time the day starts over again. <laughs> that's just my opinion, but what do you think? Uh, Jack's like, uh, I don't know. So, as far as uh, my memory of this episode, I did not remember that Teal also is in the time loop. I thought he was able to like get through to Tilk somehow to uh, to get Tilk to believe that the time. I thought he was the first one to believe that Jack is in a time loop. I forgot that he was even in this time loop, but he is in this time. He is so at least at least Jack has a friend, so that's nice. And he is annoyed. Oh my god, Tilk's the best. Tilk's the the funnier part of this. I know everybody says it's Jack, but it's not. It's Tilk. He's very funny. No, because Teal'c is a straight man in this. He's, uh, they go into their, their meeting and Jack remembers being on the planet but Sam and Daniel don't. And he's like, we've done this before. And Daniel's like, we do this every day. Like, he treats Jack like, no, like, no. like an idiot child. Like He's like, oh. He does. So it's very funny. Very condescending to Jack a lot. <laughs> Uh, Sam talks about all the solar flares that are going to happen. Teal'c's like, I'm in agreement. This has happened before. The funnier stuff is at the very beginning, and it's because of Daniel and Sam. Because Sam's like, maybe you read my report. Daniel's like, maybe he read your report. Read your report? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. That, to me, is much funnier than, like, any of the... When he's like, Sam, 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 come on. It's so funny. Uh, SG-12 comes home early. They're medically fine, but Hammond's like, I'm going to postpone the mission. He says, I'm going to postpone the mission just in case. And Sam's like, maybe it's time travel. And the gate turns on again, but this time they get to see it from the SGC side. So they see all the electricity. And we're back to Mm -hmm. But see, my thing is, all right. Why don't they ever believe someone when they come up with an outlandish theory? Because it's like they've seen this before. Again, they have the same, it's the same trope. They've seen it before, but it's like, nah, that can't happen. That's impossible. Really? It's impossible? You guys traveled through time. <laughs> Sam's like, remember we went to 1969 that time? Very good stuff. Yeah, but this is like ridiculous. Yeah, nothing's ridiculous. So they're Groundhog Daying, which they do make mention of the movie <laughs> at the end. They do. They save the joke that is inevitably coming. Jack thinks, thinks going back will help break the cycle. Uh, so they run into Malachi again, and he is also groundhogging. Uh, he but he it, wants to groundhog, but you don't know why yet. No, you, you don't see why. 
but uh but he's experiencing it too and he's like it's too late and the day starts over again uh sam thinks maybe if they dial out that'll be helpful uh but the gate won't connect and it's fruit loop time again (laughs) jack's like i recorded what you said yesterday daniel that'll be very helpful to us and uh and tiok goes did i not tell you so (laughs) (laughs) he's like not now he's like i told you so well i told you that it doesn't that's not how it works he's like shut up that's how it works (laughs) sam says that there's a subspace bubble uh and that's why they can't dial out it's actually locking up 12 other planets or so so it's up to jack and teal to remember whatever daniel is telling them in latin to translate the stones for later and then uh did you catch the book the latin book he was reading no what did it say it says latin for the for beginners by joseph f mazzoli oh stop that's great <laughs> yeah oh that's very funny <laughs> uh so in the middle of learning all this uh latin daniel's like Oh, so that must be fun that you can do whatever you want with no repercussions because, you know, the day is going to just start over again. Isn't that rad? And this is after they correct him about three times about his Latin translations. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So Jack gets real excited about loops on loops on loops. And Tilk is juggling. They learned how to juggle. Uh, And then you get that famous wacko scene where... Like he squirts it onto the plate or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to lose it. Oh, right. That's before the the Daniel tells him about no consequences thing is where he puts the wacko thing, which was like funny, but it wasn't that funny. It wasn't as funny as Legend would have. I mean, Sorry, at the everybody. time, I'm pretty sure it was funny. I mean, it's funny, but I don't know. People act like. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, they act like they ain't ever seen a funnier joke in their life so then the other time loops involve jack learning pottery i didn't realize he was so into pottery mm-hmm. and he gets That's good never at mentioned it. or like brought up again as far as i know no he's bike riding in the hall he could have done that without a time loop uh the famous golf scene in the middle of my backswing in the middle of my backswing <laughs> uh i thought that that was like worth a chuckle but again, I didn't think it was as funny as everybody else seems to think it's funny. You also miss when Tilt gets get gets hit by the guy in the door and he finally that, gets revenge and he closes the door on him. That is the best one. That is by far the best one. Tilt shoving him back in. Also, I, I don't know, putting violence against characters that I think is funny. Because I thought it was funny earlier when Jack let Daniel get like run over. Oh yeah. He's like, oops, sorry. <laughs> And then he retires, and then the the infamous kiss. Which, by the way, uh, it had to have been, it doesn't have to be more than a kiss, but it probably was more than a kiss at some point in their looping. Because whenever he Mm -hmm. looks over to her in that, like, knowing uh, way, he's like, yeah, he got up to some hijinks, you know what I'm saying? Uh, It it cannot just be a kiss. It just cannot be. (laughs) If that's the maximum hijinks for fully formed Adults in their 40s? I don't think so. <laughs> nah, he, he definitely did some more stuff. They definitely took that on the road. Like, that's the kiss you got to see. 
And then, oh wait, he timed it for the start of the next day. He definitely groundhog paid that. And like, but for six hours though, because they only they only experience what six hours of it. I guess so. No, they yeah. experience all day of it because whether they go to the planet or not, you know. Oh, you're right. You know what? I don't know if it's only six hours. If it's only six hours, that really sucks. What a loop to be stuck in. Ooh. I think it's six hours because I remember them saying, like, no, no, no. Oh, wait, no, no. It's not six hours. It's the entire day. Because remember, he tells them not to go to the... It's only six hours if they go to the planet. Right. But if it's not, they just stick around the entire day and they live out there. Okay, you're right then. Well, not even in the nighttime and just until the solar flare happens and it resets the day. Wild. Wild. So I'm convinced that that was a little bit more because like, I don't know, if we made out, I wouldn't be like, like looking at you like across the table. Like it was like, like, hey, (laughs) hey, remember that time? Like literally nothing. (laughs) (laughs) We made out like eighth graders. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they definitely had to screw like college kids at some point. Uh, The ain't so they they do the translation. It turns out the ancients tried to build a time machine to keep them from being killed or died off in some way. Yeah. They mentioned but, like a plague or something, but they don't, they're not sure. It, the machine caused looping and they could never fix it. Like they knew how to turn it off, but they were like, ugh, we're never going to figure it out. So I guess we're just going to die about it. Malachi puts up a force field because they go back to the planet and try again. But he won't let them break the loop because he's going to figure out how the time machine works so he could see dead wife. Yeah. And that's when it gets like to a really dark turn. It's like, oh, wow. What? This episode really does take a turn. You're like, ha ha, get it? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Ron, how dare you get it? Ha ha ha. My dead wife. Oh, dead wife. That actor is real familiar to us. You know, another stuff. I'm sure of it. Mm hmm. Have you, what, do you know what he's from? I have no idea, but he does look familiar though. He's definitely window of opportunity. He's from something for sure. I'm going to find out. I think he's a character. He must be some character actor that we've seen, but we don't really know. He is somebody from something. And this is why I'm the, like, if Michael was here, if my husband was here, he'd be like, guess what I know. Exactly where this guy's from. Every single thing he's been from. Uh, let's see. What do we got him? He is no. It's de- he was multiple people in the X Files, but that's I don't know. That's a lot of people. He was in MacGyver. That's very funny. That's not where that I would make. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Definitely not why I I know him. He's in the Long Gunman as well. Nope, that's not it. He's an elf. He's in. He's Malachi in SG One. If this is the only thing I know him from, then I just don't know what to say. Because, like, the familiarity that I have on his face is crazy. It's the only... I mean, he was an elf, but, like, I don't recall. As a bit character, probably? Probably. I didn't even like that movie. No? It was... I liked it. God, he looks so familiar, and he's not in anything. This is ridiculous. And I'm, like, touch and go with Will Ferrell. (laughs) <laughs> some stuff's very funny. Some stuff I'm like, mm. I feel that way about Adam Sandler too. I'm like, I'm into it, but not really. <laughs> no, Adam Sandler got old really quick. It's 
a very good dramatic actor, and it's a shame that he doesn't do it more. Even though I didn't like that last he one. He is. I saw Uncut Gem. He was actually pretty good in that. I, he's very good in it, but I didn't like it. No? I don't like watching bad people just be just irredeemable dickheads of the entire movie. And then when it ends, I'm like, well, guess so. <laughs> Not that I need like a, a happy ending or a redemption arc or anything like that. I, I certainly don't. But like, there wasn't even like reason for me to root for him ever. Yeah, he wasn't likable. That was the whole point. He's not a likable guy. That's that fine. Movie. Nobody in the movie is. But if I don't like even one person in the whole movie, then what am I watching? That's fair. I mean, usually when everybody's unlikable, there's like at least one in for the audience member, like for you to place yourself in that in that position. Uh, and if everybody's villains, but that that's fun because they're villains. But he's not a villain. He's just a bad person. Yeah. I mean, he makes a lot of bad choices. I'm like, if I wanted to hang around with like a bunch of bad decisions, I can just reflect on my <laughs> But he's very good in Punch Drunk Love. I liked that one. I haven't seen Punch Drunk Love in a long time. Mm, I know. Cinematography wise, it was very uh, compelling to me. Anyway, it's all about the color palette. Mm, that's what everybody tuned in for to hear. <laughs> Dissect that stuff. But this guy who I swear, Malachi, who I swear I've seen before, is um, wants to see his dead wife. Daniel tells him it will it never worked and it never has worked. And that 12 other worlds are also looping, which is not great. And he's like, well, I didn't know other people were affected. Not that I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't care. And then Jack comes in to identify you know, on the same level. Be like, you miss dead wife. I miss dead son. So. I have dead son. I have dead son. <laughs> I just to God, like we are four seasons into this, and not that, not that this, like it's just it comes up in such weird spots. <laughs> like I, like you, I mean, you never move on from from losing a child, that's for sure. But like, I don't think he ever did, though. No, he wanted to kill himself for sure in the movie. He was going <laughs> to kill himself before they were like, hang on. When you rather or you put a bullet in your yeah, before you put a bullet in your brain, we got something to show you. Be like that seems like an exciting way to go, but wouldn't it be more fun if you nuclear bombed yourself? Would that be more fun on a different on a different planet with aliens? That's pretty cool stuff. Can't turn it down. (laughs) But Malachi, he gets it after them bonding over dead people that they love. Uh, and he breaks. I, had a dark, I just had a dark thought. Do you really do you think that the reason Jack asked people to go fishing with him is because he can't be alone? I think that might be part of it, probably. Because if he's if he's alone with his thoughts, he'll think about like that incident over and over again and drink himself into a stupor. Maybe, but I mean he has to go home at night, right? Like goes to bed at night. But maybe the cabin is like the cabin that they bought for the Probably. family. Oh my god! I didn't even think like I didn't think about that. Oh my god! Mm. And nobody ever wants to go fishing with him. Oh my god! I would I would drown myself in that lake. I swear to you. <laughs> if I was like, do you want really... to come up to my cabin in the woods? And you were like, no. no. Like, Are you sure? I, I can really use some company. Seriously, like if I was like reaching out and you guys and like you were like, uh, no, I planned on petting my dog all weekend. I'd be like, I'm going to kill myself. All right, fine. Good seeing you. <laughs> yes, there is. Oh my god. 
There you go, Marvel. I'm just gonna walk into the lake. Seriously, oh god. That's so sad. That's really sad. <laughs> uh, they go back. Uh, you get back into the SGC, and Jack is eating maybe the grossest amount of oatmeal I've ever seen. You can change like an obscene it up. amount, like an obscene amount of oatmeal. It was so gross. I was like, I will vomit. <laughs> like, I know you're excited to eat something different, but you can still take regular people-sized bites of it. It will still taste like oatmeal. You don't have to like mash it in your over the like spoon a, in it and like eat it like bar- you've never eaten, like you never eaten this with a spoon before. Oh my god, he was like a barbarian. I was like, I'll die. This is so vile. And it's making the oatmeal noise. And I love oatmeal, but like the noise is vile. It's like it sounds like and it's like and it's like and it's probably like instant oatmeal. You just add the water so it's all gloopy and everything. Seriously. Oh, boo. And then Daniel's like, Did you do something crazy? And he looks at Sam and I'm like, it ain't that kiss. It ain't that kiss. That ain't that crazy. That's not even lightly crazy. That's it's like what? Normal behavior from last episode. So technically, she he like assaulted her. Nah, she was like well on board. She doesn't, but she does remember it now. So now he will have that memory of them having relations, and she's just like clueless, and he's just like yeah. He's like yeah, I got it. In it. I got it. In it. That's true. That's like that's back to that Wonder Woman shit. But in unending, they're there together for like 60 years or however long they're in that loop for. That uh, mm-hmm. spaceship thing. With my thruple. Yes. But only, <laughs> but only Teal gets to remember it. And he's happy because it was a happy, loving relationship. And Daniel is a jerk to Vala. Right. Because he needs damaged women only. And if they don't come damaged enough, he'll do the rest. <laughs> but Shari wasn't, va- wasn't damaged, was she? No, she got snatched by a ghoul too quickly. Ah, yes. Well, that's why he needs damaged women, because that damaged him. So now he needs somebody to match his own damage. Oh, that makes sense. How many stars do you give this episode? I thought this was the best episode of the season so far, so I gave it a five, because I thought it was funny. I know you didn't think it was that funny, but I thought it was hilarious. Until the end. I gave it four stars because uh, I didn't think it was that funny. And that oatmeal scene is absolutely disgusting. Really? But the do... oatmeal scene get, took a star off for you? Oh, holy cow. I have to put on music when I eat dinner because the sound of my, my husband chewing is so disgusting. The sound of anyone chewing, I should say. It's not just him. It's everyone. If I can hear you eat, I will throw up. Oh, my eat. God. And I love the taste of food, but eating is disgusting. It's a disgusting activity. It makes a like lot the of the act of eating the is disgusting eating for you. Is okay. absolutely atrocious. And I will put on music to drown out the sound of eating. And it's not like a new thing either. Like when we were kids, me and my brother, my brother would hum while he ate cereal. <laughs> like he'd be like, mm. and I'd be like, I'm going to flip this table if you don't knock it. <laughs> I just can't. It's so weird. And, I was like, you're such a psychopath. And I'm like, I don't care what you think. I'm like, I need you to eat like a barbarian. I, I'm like, are those potato chips burning hot? Because uh, you're chewing with your mouth open. <laughs> That's why, like, I didn't understand. Like, when I see, like, that amount of oatmeal, I'm like, I will lose my mind. 
it's like you can't even see the spoon. If I drink while recording this podcast and I go to edit it uh, and I hear myself gulp or anything, I'm like, oh, I'll die. <laughs> I, I'm like, I will die before I listen to this. It's wow. Really okay. So there you go. Four stars for me. You're not for being disgusting and uh, right. being less funny than I recall. <laughs> I thought there was more like antics in it. Like I, I thought mean, they went out and did more interesting things. They did more interesting things on upgrades when they went to the bar and started a bar fight. That's more interesting than riding a bike in the hall. <laughs> it's true. Well, they played golf in the Stargate. They could do room. that anyway. No, they can't. That's the thing. I'm sure if they were like Hammond, doesn't that seem like fun? You should also play. You'd be like, I say, yeah. when you, I say when you edit this, you should just, you should put the episode and then AKA in the middle of my backswing. Of my backswing. Mm-mm-mm. I like the Teal likes golf though. That's very funny. Well, to him, he says to him, it's very relaxing. Well, they say that about in um, Atlantis too, when John tries to show Ronan how to play golf. Ronan, aka not Teal. Like, oh. I'm sorry. I I didn't like when Ronan first came out. I didn't like him at first. I, I was always like, okay, this is like not Tilk. So let's see how long this show lasts. <laughs> long time. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay. I kind of like this guy. He's not Tilk, but you know, he'll do. He so many knives in that hair. So beautiful. He did. I love him. We'll get there one day. Uh, I watched the promo and it looks like it's time for Russiagate. Oh boy. Oh, Russia. It's called Watergate, but they mean Russiagate. Mm-hmm. We're, I guess on for, as far as this show is concerned, we're still pretending like Russia's a problem. <laughs> Russia's back to being a problem, but like Russia took like a good 15 years off of being like America's problem. Well, they're, 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 they're a nuisance now. They're not like a threat. It's like, oh man, Russia again. Now they're hackers. It's the cold hacker war or whatever. Mm-hmm. We got our old enemies back. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, got anything you want to plug? Uh, unfortunately, no. Okay. Nothing to plug this week. Uh, you can listen to me on Last God Standing and Last God Pod. Last God Pod. And you can find us at ZPM Stargate on Twitter. I'm interactive. Tweet me. And on Instagram and Facebook and Gmail. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes or in whatever podcast app you prefer. Uh, we'd really love that. Uh, buy our merch at T Public. That's uh, PM Stargate over there as well. Links in the description below. Otherwise, have a really excellent week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.